0: Today is a really special podcast. I have the privilege of interviewing someone who's become one of the most important people in my life and someone who I look to on a daily basis for positive feelings and motivation and momentum. She happens to be our graphic designer on our team, but if you asked anyone who works with her, they would tell you she is so much more. I can't wait to introduce you to Karina Arnal and the incredible journey she's been on since she started working with us. I get excited about a lot of podcasts, but I don't know that I've been as excited about this interview that we're doing today. Um, I think that this is, uh, this is just going to be a tremendous amount of fun and very enlightening. Today, I'm joined, like I said in the intro, by Karina Ardenal, who is our designer on our team. And she, I asked her to be on this podcast because she is such an incredible inspiration to our team. She's an amazing designer. She's completely changed the complexion of our team. She contributes in incredible ways. But all of that that she's given us as a company, she has consistently shared with us just how much she's gotten back from working in a company that is structured and has process and protects its team members. Karina, I'm so excited to have you here today.
1: Thanks for inviting me.
0: So Karina, is being on a podcast and speaking in English and something that's going to be broadcast to thousands of people something you would normally do? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) And so that people understand, um, this is really outside of your comfort zone, isn't it?
1: Absolutely, it is.
0: Why did you agree to do this?
1: Oh, because that's what we do in this company. We push ourselves forward for the team and for ourselves. So
0: I love that. I'm so glad you're here. So first I just want to introduce you to everyone so they know who you are. So you're a designer on our team. Um, Can you just share a little bit about your background, where you're from, where you live now?
1: Well, yeah, uh, I'm from Venezuela, and now I live in Ireland, Dublin. Uh, I was in political science and economics in college, and I dropped out because it was absolutely not my thing. And somehow I ended up in a graphic design studio, and the owner taught me everything, like the basis of everything, and I kind of like it. And yeah, then I moved to Europe, lots of different sort of jobs. And I found my previous employer, which was the guy that introduced me to you. Uh, and yeah, that's what I've been doing for the past seven, eight years.
0: I love the fact that you're a political science major that became a uh, graphic designer with no formal education. That's exactly right for our company. <laughs> you know, like why do anything traditionally? And we we owe a huge debt of gratitude to Josh Latimer who introduced us to you. Um, so, Karina, just give us so give us a little idea of so you you moved from Venezuela to Ireland. Why?
1: Uh, com- being completely honest, I I don't like the Latin American culture. I never I I didn't feel like like I belong to that place. So that that was the thing for as long as I can remember since I was a little child. I was living there and I was like, I don't belong here. This is not no. I, there 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 must be something else. And yeah, for as long as I can remember, my only goal in life was to leave Venezuela. And then it kinda it, it became super dangerous and like the political situation, economics, it's just a disaster. So it's either surviving in Venezuela or actually risking everything you have to have a normal life in another country, which is what I did.
0: Yeah, and so you got out of there and went to Ireland so that you could lower the noise and actually have a life you wanted.
1: Yeah, because otherwise it was just impossible. It's just the constant thought of, of like, I'm in a place where I don't feel me. And I I don't want to be part of this. And that kind of consumes your entire life because it's your environment. You're there all the time and there's no escape. So Yeah. yeah, move.
0: So when, as you describe like the environment and feeling like there's no escape and having the sensitivity to it, I just, I hear all of the attributes of the entrepreneurial personality type. When you first heard the content around the EPT, did you immediately relate to it?
1: Uh, Yes, in a weird way, because I don't feel like an entrepreneur, just for the fact that I wouldn't do what you do. Uh, I, I like being part of teams and like, you know, be, I like being the helper more than the guy with the ideas and all the time. Uh But I did, I did. I was like, mm, it feels like a place where I might belong.
0: <laughs> well Karina you know you've been really open with our team and part of the reason I had you I, I wanted to do this podcast is that you've been really open about um struggling with with your personality type with your perception of the world uh, can you share a little bit of that with us like in what you've gone through
1: well yeah it's just basically that I've been constantly my entire life being told that I'm weird that the way I behave is, is not normal, that the things I like is not normal. Uh, something as easy as, as noise, and, and by noise, I mean literally sounds. They drive me crazy. I, I don't like going to concerts or being in noisy places because it's painful to me. So that kind of thing, even though I try to control them as much as I can, still people just like, you're so weird. And then, you know, I flow for a while, but at the end, I just end up living Everywhere, places, relationships, because it's just, I can't bother.
0: Yeah. When you, you know, you've, you've opened up to our team and told us, and you, you said it was okay for me to talk about here, so I just want everyone to know I've gotten permission, that you've gone through periods of your life where you would consider that you had what most people would describe as clinical depression.
1: Yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, when I started therapy, psychotherapy, uh, and I was, like, on, on my first session and everything, uh, my doctor was asking me lots of questions, and at the end, he was like, you've been depressed your entire life. And I was like, what? <laughs> and was like, I know. And I was like, you're joking. And he said, well, you don't remember a time when you didn't feel this way. So technically, yeah, you have been depressed your entire life. And I was like, oh, gosh, how do I get out of here? Uh, so it was, it was a journey. It was pretty interesting I mean I, I got to know myself and and I got to um, make decisions I thought I wouldn't ever do in my life so yeah and and all the all the good things like all the good results kind of started when I started working in in therapy. because I was I truly like before when I started therapy I was like I have to do this and you know it's it's that kind of feeling of like yeah this is what I have to do. Like, like an obligation. I, yeah. Yeah. And then I started working in Charfin and somehow, maybe like the, the good vibe of everyone, or, or the fact that everyone is trying to do better and become a better person, it kind of inspires you, like in a really, truly, deeply good way. And I started making changes that I wanted. And since, like, my life is completely different now. Like, I get up and I, and I actually want to be alive, and I <laughs> to it's insane. Like, how did that happen? I have no idea, but I know it happened ever since I started working here.
0: Karina, one of the things, one of the most emotional huddles I've ever been in, you know, every day we have a morning huddle for those listening who aren't aware of that, you know, we get together as a team, and we, have, we share a meeting, and and in that, at the end of our huddle, we have a section called Caught Being Awesome, and one of the most emotional days That i've ever had in the huddle was where you got on and you said i just want to catch the team for being awesome and um like out of nowhere you said you know i've I've suffered from clinical depression in my life and i've felt this way for a long time and working on this team and being part of this has made it so that that has almost completely gone away and i remember almost falling out of my chair that like such a dramatic difference from working in a business where there's systems and process and structure um tell us Krina, like what h- how did like systems process structure being on this team cause such a massive difference
1: because it because you see it working in business so if it's working on a company you're kind of like that might work in my life and you're <laughs> trying things and like you go through a momentum masterclass and you're like ah, this seems like a full-time job but then you start like find all the things in your life and it makes everything so much easier. Like you get the time and the space and, and it just, everything just works.
0: Yeah. You've made a, some massive changes, you know, uh, but I want to go back to before first. So before when you were working in, in organizations where there wasn't as much of a structure or you didn't feel that protection, how did it feel for you, Karina?
1: I felt alone to be honest all the time. I, it was just like me in front of my computer. That's it. And, and I- back then, uh, I used to say I was a freelancer. I don't do that anymore. Like now people ask me and no, no, no. I'm the graphic designer of Charfin. <laughs> I'm not a freelancer. No, no. I work remotely. That's different. But back before, like I always felt like I was just a freelancer doing my things, you know, just very like, yeah, this is what I do.
0: So Karina, tell me how you feel differently about your work now that you've gone from like I'm a freelancer to now you own your position and working with, a team, with the team that we have around us. How does it feel different to just work every day?
1: It's, it is so challenging in, a, in such a good way because it's not you uh, kind of like feeling hours and it's like, yeah, I have to work eight hours a day, whatever, and you finish and you keep going with life and you get excited for Fridays and stuff. I don't get excited for Fridays. I get excited for Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> meetings are the best, and then the fact that we have the daily huddle and we get to meet every day, even if we're not in in a in a company like in a place when you can go and talk to each other, it's it's still like we get to know each other, we get to to meet and talk every day, and and we're real humans, you know. It doesn't feel like just computers and everyone being away. No, it actually feels like like family, to be honest.
0: That's awesome. So, Greena, you're one of my favorite people and I share a story all the time with entrepreneurs and they don't believe me. I tell them, you know, if you create a business where people are excited about working and, it, and you contribute to those people by creating structure and process and make sure they're emotionally safe, they will draw a tremendous amount of momentum from your business there was a week where you were on vacation and we didn't have you on a daily huddle. And the next day you were there and Haley said, wait a second, Karina, you're supposed to be on vacation. And you said back, what do you mean? I'm not allowed on the huddle? Why were
1: you there? I, I just wanted to know what was going on and like, you know, could I be part of the team? I'm here. I didn't go anywhere. I don't know. It's just working here. Again, it doesn't feel, maybe it's because it doesn't feel like a job. As in like, oh, I have a job. It it feels like so exciting. We're all together building this massive thing that's helping people. It's, you gotta be there. You don't want to miss out anything.
0: (laughs) That's so awesome. So you've made some massive changes in your life. Like some, I'm going to get emotional here talking about it. Um, because I've just, I've watched you grow from like, when we started working together over a year ago to today, the changes are incredible, but I think one of the most significant is you've given up a tobacco habit. You quit smoking, Um yes. how long ago?
1: Uh, I've been smoke-free for, for three months.
0: Nice, and how long did you smoke before that?
1: 10 years.
0: 10 years. So how hard was it to give it up this time?
1: Uh, to be honest, it's the first time I tried. Never tried before because I didn't want to stop smoking. It was kind of like, yeah, I don't want to. It was also a, my, my getaway thing with social situations. Like an escape. My friends smoke. So it was so easy to say, I'm just going to go for a smoke. And then get, get myself like 10 minutes of silence and just, you know, calm and stuff. Uh, but then, like... If you look at Diana or Hailey, the, the, the massive changes they both made. It's like, you can't you just keep smoking. No, you're going to do something. You're going to be better. And after like even doing cool things like the mushrooms, which just made me feel so much better, and the CBD oil, and like the aura ring, and going to sleep properly, and all these kind of things, I kind of felt like the smoking thing was in the way. And it's like you can't just keep improving your life if you're gonna keep smoking. Like, no, quit it. So I, and here I am.
0: Ah, so awesome! What are the people around you? Have they noticed a change? Have your friends, your family, the people you talk to, have they seen you? My friends. Yeah. My
1: friends. They say they say I look a lot more positive and that I smile a lot more, which is which is kind of nice to hear and they can't believe that the smoking thing like they seriously can't believe I stopped smoking there all the time which I understand but they're all the time saying like oh you're gonna go back to it you'll see like you want everyone does they stop smoking and they go back to it and I was like no I told my team I stopped smoking and I'm not gonna let them down I'm not gonna go back smoking and and I'm not going to so (laughs)
0: when you're when you tell your friends that all the positive changes are because of where you work do they find it weird
1: yes (laughs) they find weird everything about my my job like the fact that I work remotely the fact that we have meetings every day the fact that I like my meetings Uh, it's just every but somehow most of them listen to your podcast so
0: so they start to get it
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow they ended up in your podcast. And I'm like, oh, your boss is pretty cool. And I'm like, and you know, everything he says on the podcast is applied on our company. So it's not just like the guy talking lies or no, 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 no. Like it's legit. (laughs) That's
0: so awesome. So Karina, this has been so good. I want just one or two more questions. So You've given us kind of some, an insight as to how your life be, was before. What do you think is the biggest change in your life now um, after being in this environment?
1: I think the fact that I want to have a better life. The mm-hmm. fact that I actually want to be alive, and which is something that I didn't feel before. hmm that's a massive impact for me. It's just not lying to myself. It's not waking up and being like, yeah, yeah, I like my job. Ha, ha, ha. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> like, it's legit. I truly want to be here. I truly want to contribute to the team momentum and, and the people we help and the businesses we're, are, that are growing because of us. So it's, it's so good to be alive
0: Oh, Karina, thank you so much for doing this. I just want everyone listening to know something. You know, we when, when Karina first started working with us, she would not even talk on our daily huddle because she was embarrassed about her accent and didn't want to share. And so she would type everything in. And then I gave her a really hard time about that and told her that Latin Americans have to be proud of our accents if we have them. And I'm from Mexico, Karina's from Venezuela. So I told her I, I love her accent and I wanted to hear it more. And to think a year ago, that we would be on a podcast that's going to go out to thousands of people and you would appear and feel this confident is just blowing me away, Karina. I just, I love the progress. I love the change. I love working with you. You're absolutely extraordinary.
1: It's all thanks to the team and you guys. And like, it is a team effort. Everything is a team effort.
0: Absolutely. For anybody listening, you know, I, I think as I listened to Karina, I heard all, almost all 10 attributes of the entrepreneurial personality type and the extraordinary nature with which she gets things done is such a clear demonstration of who people like us are And if you're interested in finding out more about the entrepreneurial personality type and how we react to the world, go to freemomentumbook.com and we will pay for the book. You pay for shipping. We'll send you a copy of the entrepreneurial personality type. I think it describes me. It describes Karina. It describes every person throughout history who has changed the world and made this world a better place. And it probably, if you're listening to this podcast, describes you or someone you love. freemomentumbook.com. Thanks again, Karina.
1: Thank you.